The song plays loudly every time the Vancouver Canucks score a goal. And that's exactly the team that we're talking about because I flipped on the TV the other night to watch the Vancouver game. And as I'm watching it, I'm kind of half paying attention. All of a sudden, an important introduction happened. Please welcome back the diabolical duo, the Green Man. I couldn't believe it. The Green Man. You remember these guys? They were there. Like This started back in 2009, dressed in all green leotard tight. <laughs> whatever it's called can't see can't see the face everything they're covered in green they have runners on that's it and they basically park themselves outside of the penalty box for the opposition whoever's playing Vancouver and they gyrate and they make you know different stand head doing headstands and they're waving their arms sometimes they have cutouts they have all of this stuff anyway i got i got a kick out of it watching i come back to work the next day and I'm talking with uh, someone in the hallway here at the radio station. I'm like, hey, the green men were back. And they said, oh, yeah, Sully, he does a good job. I said, Sully, what, what, what are you talking about? And they said, well, you know who that is. I said, I have no clue who it is. And they said, well, it's Sully. He does the afternoon show on Rock 102 in Saskatoon. And, of course, I know. I mean, I know Sully. He's a coworker. And I said, what? Sully is one of the green men? And they said, yeah, absolutely. This started when he lived in Vancouver, and he does it now. And I said, I'm getting him on the show. There's no doubt about it. And so we are talking officially with one of the green men, better known as Sully, from our sister station, Rock 102 in Saskatoon. Sully, thanks for being here. It's my pleasure, man. This this is great. So December 2009, was that when this whole thing with green men started up? It was officially, yeah, yeah, right before Christmas, December. We had uh, the National Predators with our first game, and need to know what was the thought process like. How do you just sitting there with a buddy say, you know what we should do? Yeah, well, what happened was actually we were both interning uh, for TSN out in Toronto, and then uh, we had this idea at the time. Like we didn't know anybody out there, and so one night we were just uh, we're watching these Always Sunny in Philadelphia DVDs guys were in this green suit we're like that's pretty funny and uh, we all had seahawks tickets for when we came back to vancouver with some buddies sitting in the top row and uh we thought it'd be just you know a funny gag sort of thing and then my suit came in the mail a day after the seahawks game but i had canuck tickets so i was like well why don't we do this this could be funny and then it just became this like giant thing and they uh you know fans kept wanting us to come back and we started doing interviews and stuff the next day my phone was blowing up so it was just kind of an accident gone right, really, is what happened. And it's exactly what it what it's become because your your reception the other night when they when they introduced the two of you, uh, that had to feel pretty good. It was unbelievable. Um, you know, I wish that I was yelling a little less so I could hear more of the fans, but like I think they were yelling just as loud as I was. Like I was I was so excited. It's obviously it's you know, been almost nine years and uh, so to get back out and to get that reception, because it's kind of, you know, almost literally going into the great unknown. You don't know how fans are going to react. And I was hoping for the best, and it totally exceeded all expectation. And everyone was just amazing. It was a very humbling feeling. So awesome. You know, I, I through the years, have, have laughed and chuckled many times watching, whether it's Hockey Night in Canada or whatever, uh, you guys beside the penalty box. What have been some of the more memorable moments for you while donning the green suit? Wow. I mean, uh, th- there's been so many cool things. Uh, we had, like, one of our very first 
uh, things. We had a Vince Vaughn cutout. And this is one of my favorite stories because we were in college at the time. So, uh, you know, any money is, is huge for us. It pays the bar tab, right? So, uh, so we had this Vince Vaughn cutout. They're playing Chicago in the playoffs. Vince Vaughn's a big Blackhawks fan. And we put it up against the glass. It's him in a Canuck jersey. And, you know, everyone's losing their mind. They love it. This guy comes running down and he goes, hey, you know, uh, Vince Vaughn's a buddy, and I just talked to him, and you can't put that back up against the glass. Like, I will give you, uh, I'll give you, you know, money or whatever to put it down. Just don't put it up again for the rest of the night. Like, all right, okay, we won't put it up again. So, next penalty comes around, he goes back to his seat. Everyone's losing their minds. They're yelling at us to put the thing back up against the glass. So, we cave, we put it back up again. He comes running back down to the seat. He's like, guys, I'll give you $250 right now. To, to give me that sign. Vince does not want that backup. We're like, All right. <laughs> we got 200, 250 bucks, and then the next game, we had a backup one. We just brought the exact same prop again. So, oh my gosh, was, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, the Nashville <laughs> Predators, uh, Mike Fisher, that, uh, that was pretty good. Oh, the Carrie Underwood, yeah, that was pretty classic, and uh, so apparently, like, I mean, like, right after the game, they interviewed Fisher, and he said, like, if it wasn't a playoff game, he would have come over and kissed the prop. Uh, which would have been pretty amazing. But uh, what was crazy about that is we went down to Nashville and we were looking for Carrie Underwood during that series because she sits kind of in the sweet level. And uh, we couldn't find her. Then we looked right up above us, and there was Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman. Uh, so we popped up and said hi to them. Didn't think much of it, but the camera caught that. And then it went crazy across the country. Hockey Night in Canada was going off on it, and everybody thought we were razzing them. So uh, it worked out to just be another accident gone right, really. And they were super cool, so that was pretty awesome. Chatting today with Sully from Rock 102 in Saskatoon, who is now, we're revealing the identity, one of two of the green men that show up at the Vancouver Canuck game. So you're, I would say, generally speaking, if I if I watch back and, and look back, in fact, there's a nice montage on YouTube of some of the antics that you and your partner have gotten up to. Uh, most times, the players in the box either ignore you or they get a chuckle out of it. Have you ever had someone really negatively react to it? Um, you know, we did, actually, during that Blackhawk series, Duncan Keith just, like, let out this, like, profanity-laced sort of uh, go on us sort of thing. Um, and then, like, the next penalty he got, he completely eased up and was laughing. It was cool. With it. But the funniest one was uh, we had Milan Lucic when he played for the Bruins during the Cup Final. And we had these, like, big noses on these witch noses. We were making fun of him. And then he looked over to us, and with his hand, he's like, no, my nose is way bigger. And he kind of, you know, showed how much longer his nose is with his hand. But it looked like he was pointing at us and saying, like, we had small ones, he had a big one. <laughs> um, and that's, that's what the camera saw. So, uh, so he turned out a lot better out of that exchange than we did. But uh, <laughs> so for, the most part, for the most part, players have been super cool. Uh, I remember we did a, a Leafs game back in, like, 2010, and we were just leaning in to chirp Mike Commissarek and give it to him. And right before we could even say anything, he leaned over to us. He's like, I love everything you guys do. I'm your biggest fan. I watch all your videos. And, um, so it's amazing the reactions you get. You, you never expect it. And, um, you know, just to see some of these guys and talk to them on just like a human level rather than like the athletes they are on the pedestal, is, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's very cool. So I have to ask again, I've watched, I've watched you many, many times without even knowing who you were. The handstand stuff, is that mostly you or your partner? No, the handstand was me. I, uh, <laughs> That's impressive. I hadn't done one since high school and I just winged it and worked out. <laughs> That's impressive. Exactly. There's been a few. 
There's been a few Evan where I've biffed it, and thankfully the camera didn't catch those. Ones, so. <laughs> so you must, you know, obviously you work with the Vancouver Canucks uh, to allow this. Not just anyone can show up in a full body green suit and uh, run around the stadium. So they they leaned into this, they embraced it, and it became part of uh, of their entertainment for the game. They, they did. After a few years of it, at the start, they kind of came around and started working with us a little bit. But we always kind of kept it. Uh, like, you know, church and state kind of thing, because if we're too entwined with the team, then it kind of restricts what we could do. But for this comeback night, uh, we've been chatting with the Canucks probably since uh, October, November, about kind of, you know, honing in on the right game and doing this the right way. And their in-game team is just unbelievable. They were so great to work with. And uh, and they're the ones to thank for, for bringing us back. Like, we were so humbled by the invite and then the reaction i mean we were just absolutely blown away it was just the absolute perfect storm chatting with sully from rock 102 in saskatoon who is one of the two green men that appear at vancouver canucks home games and uh they've made many appearances at home games and throughout the league it must have felt good putting the suit on but there's some anonymity that comes with that that must be somewhat freeing there it's actually it's kind of funny because it's like there, there have been so many times where we'll give like a guy a high five or something, you know, in the green suit, and then we'll just go into the the dressing room. We'll we'll get a change. We'll walk back out, and like you kind of feel like you're still in it, and you're like, hey, and you're trying to give somebody a high five, and they're like, what? What are you? What's going on here? <laughs> Who is this weird <laughs> but, guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, but it is it is cool, you know. You can you put on the suit, and uh, I mean, after the game, we take photos with fans and stuff for like an hour, and then as soon as you're out of the suit. Nobody has any idea. Um, so it, it is very cool, and, and that's been a, a really nice thing because otherwise I would never get to my car. So <laughs> Same suit for the last decade plus? Uh, for me, it was the same suit, <laughs> yeah. For, uh, for Force, uh, I think he's on to his second suit now. Um, the, yeah, the first one got some beer stains on it or something. But, um, no, we actually – I had a backup suit – and we did uh, an appearance at a Dallas Smith concert, and I was going to get him to wear it, and he stepped in it and stepped on the zipper and, like, tore it right up the back. So uh, so I got no backups now. So if this one goes down, we're in big trouble. What about the washroom? Do you get washroom breaks in that suit? <laughs> those are those are a little harder to come by. Uh, you pretty much have to, like, deprive yourself of any liquid before <laughs> the game for a few hours. Uh, but... Uh, no, when you when you do have to go, we kind of um, have learned over time to, you know, kind of find a either like a wash them off the side or go into like the family one with the locking door. Uh, I went into the men's room um, just thinking, you know, everybody would be super cool with it. I'll go into the stall, take the hood off. You got to like take the suit down to your knees, pretty much, of course. But um, anyways, my hood was off, and when I came out of the stall, and a dude snapped a photo and put it online because um, it was interesting to say the least so uh yeah so we became a little more secretive with the bathroom break you've got paparazzi time. that's what it tells me sully yeah exactly exactly <laughs> what it is right it was tmz is what it was yeah can you uh can you breathe in those can you see in those no problem uh the breathing's not too bad the the seeing at rogers arena over in vancouver you're right by the ice and it's so bright in there you're good but some arenas that we've gone to are a lot darker, and if you're not front row, you're in trouble. So, like, for, you know, in the final in 2011, we went to Boston. We were sitting down there in Nashville. We were also, like, 10 rows up, and it's a darker stadium. And we pretty much, you just sit in pitch black for, like, three hours, 
And the worst part is that when you're on the road, there's no goal horn, right? So you have no idea when your team scores. So we just sat there motionless for, for three hours pretty much. <laughs> oh, Sully, this has been a really good talk. So is this a one and done, your your resurgence back in Vancouver, or will you be doing it again? Well, I mean, I, I hate to hit you with a cliche, but, I mean, it's a never-say-never never kind of thing. <laughs> but we got, we got no plans right now, and that's the honest truth. There's no plans in place, but we have kind of kicked around uh, – the maybe of it with uh, with the Canucks and uh, between Forrest and I as well. So my phone's always on. Um, you know, I mean, maybe there's another shot for it. There's certainly an appetite for it still uh, in that arena. So we'll see. The thing, we'll the see. thing I that I find funny about this, because when you talk about, you know, you were a couple of college kids and scraping together beer money when you started this, now you're a dad, you've got family, and it's like, you know, yeah, don't worry, honey, daddy's just going to work tonight putting his green suit on. That's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty different. Definitely a different feeling. Um, and something you should never do is read the internet comments on it because uh, I went, you know, to the game on Saturday and I'm feeling really good. I felt like my old self in that suit. And then you see the comments and you get reminded that you have a dad bod now. Very quickly. <laughs> so I was put in my place very quickly after the game. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, thanks for the laughs over the years. I never thought I would actually talk with one of the green men and thank him for the laughs. But uh, it's been great and I do hope that maybe we'll see you in the stadium again. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. Sully from Rock 102, our sister station in Saskatoon. Who knew? One of the green men at the Vancouver Canucks. Not just home games. I mean, they've showed up on the road. They've been there for the playoffs. They did a a stint there starting in 2009 for about nine or ten years. Uh, He lived out there. Now he lives in Saskatoon. He's the afternoon guy on Rock 102, but still... uh, has that passion and the suit, which is super important as well. You're listening to 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.